Trigger warning for this episode, we will be discussing sexual violence. Take care of yourself, everyone. to well I think you're wrong with Virginia and Sean uh, we're a movie podcast and we're gonna be watching a movie today that I absolutely love at least according to my letterbox rating and Sean loathes and we're gonna we're gonna rewatch it see what we think see if we can change some hearts some minds um and with me today, of course, is Sean. Sean, how's it going? Hey, I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. How was that? How was that intro? I feel like I missed some oh, it, some key. It was <laughs> wonderful. I was just okay, shocked good. how quickly it came after we <laughs> hit the recording button. Normally, we kind of slowly ease ourselves into it, like an old man into a hot tub. But <laughs> no, you just dove headfirst into this one today. All right, which is great. Um. <laughs> The vibes are good today because it's uh, a rainy day here, kind of one of the first of the season, and so I'm ready to just watch a bad movie with you. Mm. Interesting. And there's yes. so many things about this are, that are bad. One, okay. it's just old. Mm. Yes, that's something we discovered last podcast. Let's see. On your list. My, my oldest movie is... Oldest- <laughs> Uh, is well so far that I've suggested is from 2003 Training Day. Yeah, that's uh, pretty an, sad. An it's... ancient, an ancient classic. Let's see. My oldest but, uh... is probably one of the Dario Argento. Maybe. Hmm. Actually, no. Is this the oldest? This might be the oldest. Oh, also speaking of oldest, this is our tenth episode, Sean. We made oh, it I to didn't ten. Even... I didn't realize. It is, Congratulations. Right? <laughs> we did it. We did it. We made it. Our objective is complete and we can stop the show yes, now. Yes, I, <laughs> I had a friend suggest we do a big celebration for our 10th episode. <laughs> <laughs> All it's right, a goal. We could it's do a it. goal. We could, I mean, I just did, did a... I just did a <laughs> retrospective with Josh looking back at 100 movies, so I could nice. do one looking back at 10 movies with you. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but so Rosemary's yeah. Baby. In, in all seriousness, there, there's going to be a lot to talk about. Um, I don't production wise, I don't remember. I've seen a few Polanski movies, and uh, we can talk about him and all that mm. entails, and mm. but also his uh, filmography later. But the main takeaway I have is the the this movie falls flat on its face at the end when you have a bunch of old people saying hail satan hail satan and it's it's just really cornball hmm so 
you liked it up until then or just overall the the best parts of this movie i think are um just kind of more based in feminism of seeing how she's dismissed by everyone and then uh i do remember that uh like the biggest betrayal and i think the strongest moment this movie has is when she finally thinks she's found salvation in a doctor out mm. of the system who doesn't you know doesn't know anything about this and she can finally trust someone to help her and then that guy uh betrays her is in, trust is in on it yeah. i don't think he was in on it, it though was, i think uh... he just I well, think he just like as men did were like, oh, a hysterical woman better get her right back to her husband. Which which literally meant at one point his hysterical meant that it was your uterus attempting to escape from your body. <laughs> um, oh, that's which happens to me every month. Um, but <laughs> so how how long ago did you see this? <laughs> thank you, thank you. Funny. <laughs> Oh, that one got me. Uh, I saw this <laughs> uh, probably like a decade ago or so. I don't, mm. maybe less time, but uh, it was fine. It was one where finally, like, all right, I'm going to sit down and watch goddamn Rosemary's Baby so I can <laughs> check it off this list. Because when I, you know, it's it's always in the, like top, the top AFI two. top 100 mm-hmm. movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Horror and just movies in general. But uh, how about you? When did you see this? Uh, I saw it, I mean, for the first time when I was much younger. I don't really remember the first time, but, um, and then I've seen it a few times after. I don't, yeah, a lot of the details of the plot I don't remember. Um, but it it's definitely been a while. I'm glad to, I'm glad to re revisit it. Um, and, yeah, there's a lot a lot to talk about with Rosemary's Baby. Um first first I had no idea. So, <clears throat> do you know the art the writer Ira Levin? That is mm, no. Ira Levin. So he wrote Rosemary's Baby. He also wrote The Stepford Wives <clears throat> and Sliver, which that's a whole other thing you know the yes the the 90s (laughs) okay uh sexual thriller uh starring the great sharon stone um so and it's interesting because he just comparing rosemary's baby with stepford wives um he's like really exploring like how much women just had no control over their lives to like the most extreme point um, and so the idea of like being forced into pregnancy and be and or and or your husband uh kill killing you, making a robot ver- a perfect robot version of you that does what he says and then murdering you are like both just like har like one of the most horrifying uh, uh ideas that of like of and and also just like this extreme betrayal of like people you trust um and like especially the Stepford wives was very like uh sort of i would yeah i would say hit hit like close to home to some degree just in in past relationships and also just seeing the relationship with my parents and 
um, sort of the boomer generation <laughs> of like, uh, you know, what's expected, what's expected of women, um, you know, to, to cook clean and smile. Um, and I just, uh, yeah, just, I haven't read any, any of the, any of his books, but I definitely want to read the, ba- the Rosemary's Baby book and I'd like to read the stuff of wives, but I just thought that was neat that he, you know, I'm, I'm was reading over his Wiki, you know, lightly doing some research through the through Wikipedia, and um, it's just an interesting because he's like this guy, you know, uh, an American guy, uh, and just really hitting the this like you know extreme, um, horrifying uh, uh, nail on the head of of like the extreme fear as a woman in the world um <laughs> uh, and and like what you know like how what society is expecting of you and just like the distrust that women including myself um have of of men to some degree uh which is really uh sad <laughs> but um so, yeah, I just wanted to start by, you know, just saying, like, hey, there's this, it was written by this guy, we should read his books. Um, and then... The Stepford Husbands Killed the Stepford Wives? Yeah. I yeah. knew the Stepford Wives were robots, but yeah, I they just... they murder their I, original... I guess I just never thought, where do the robots come from? Or where did the wives go? Oh, did you think maybe they turned them into the robots? Like, somehow? But that doesn't... That's not how robots Right, work. right. They just... And it's like Five Nights at Freddy's Maybe I just thought it was a town of men that were just buying robotic wives. Yeah, I, I no, it's it's so insidious and ho- absolutely horrifying. And the ending is so scary because she ends up getting turned into a robot. <laughs> or, you know, her, not literally, but he's she's murdered and uh yeah all of the men um in this town um yeah murder first you know they get to the the i know we're supposed to be talking about rosemary's baby we're getting real deep into several wives but they um what's what's fun is that they hire like one of the men in that's part of their club in the small town is works for Disney animatronics. <laughs> so he learns how to, or he knows how to create these animatronic women. And then they, he's, he's an Imagineer. Of course. He's an he Imagineer. <laughs> yes. And so, you know, he gets sort of the, what, it, what would you call it? Um, like, like the plans for, but what would you call that when you're when robot robotics, when you, schematics schematics thank you he gets the schematics for for their for their wives just by you know what you know looking at what they see seeing how they look and all this stuff and this long planned out uh um you know um oh my god today is today is the day of forgetting words for virginia um th- thank you everyone for <laughs> sticking <laughs> sticking with us this whole time this, this, this sounds just like, like a this just, sounds like a plot of a fallout game oh really with a like forgetting her words a idyllic 1940s robot town oh yeah robot town usa 
so yeah, it's it's the sort of process in which you know the men show his their wife you know they invite their wives over and they say oh why don't you come have dinner with us and then he gets the schematics quote unquote by getting to know their wives and then makes a robot version of them and then they murder their wives um so then they live with their their perfect perfect um nicole kidman non-complaining uh smiling wives yeah the nicole Nicole Nicole, it is and that version is very bad no. Yes. Should we add it she's to the never list? Gonna be a, she's never <laughs> going to be a guest on our show now. No. Wait. <laughs> no, she will because she has to defend the movie. So she'll be a perfect guest. Um, All right. Speaking anywho, of defending yes. the movie, should yes. should we watch this? Okay. How but, long, fr- but first. How long is this thing? Hold on. Oh, boy. This is. Oh, this is, a, is it like two and a half? Two and a half hours? Oh. Wait, is two it two sixteen. and a half? <laughs> Ooh, two okay. sixteen. Okay, well, oh. but we just spent the first the first half <laughs> just talking about the separate wives. We need to get a little bit into into why you dislike Rosemary's Baby and why I really like it. Um, another another thing to mention is Roman Polanski. Um, so he was charged with um sexual assault of an underage minor um in this in 1977 uh th- um of a 13-year-old uh girl he fled the country and he's been out of the country since um he's said some really kind of horrible things um about that um just i don't know if you're interested go re- read the wikipedia um he's made some really incredible movies uh, but it extremely, you know, it, it's, it's as usual, the issue of like, do you, do you kill the death of the author? Do you kill the author and pretend that you don't know anything about, you know, the creator? Or do you take that into account when you're watching art or looking at art or, you know, listening to music? Um, in this case, I think, you know, we're going to do a little bit of both. <laughs> um, but <clears throat> so yeah, Roman Polanski is a really, um, problematic. It's hard uh, to completely director. detach my mind and yeah. separate art from artist, but um, especially with especially this, with, with a yeah. movie, there's so many people contributing to that art mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. I don't think it's right to fully dismiss it, or it's it's not as easy yeah. to as say uh, a novel, which is right. directly tied to just one person. Yeah. Yeah, it's a group. group uh, but mm-hmm. I watched a good documentary at some point about Polanski that was interesting. Um, what movies of his have you seen? I've seen The Pianist, and uh, oh, what's the other one? The The Tenant, I think. Is the oh, other The Tenant. Yeah, I've seen. Uh, so, A Knife in the Water is really incredible. Um, the tenant I really like, and I also so Rosemary's Baby, the tenant, and Repulsion, which I still need to see. Repulsion are part of his quote unquote apartment trilogies, so it's sort of like horror in the apartment, the New York apartment, which I think is a neat, a neat idea, a neat trilogy idea. Um, I've I've seen but uh, those are the only ones. Chinatown also. Oh right, Chinatown. Yes, I still need to see that. 
Still need so, to see that. Uh, he's made some good movies. He's none of his movies are really my cup of tea, though. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not compelled to to watch his movies. Um, it just feels kind of like. Polanski movies to me kind of feel like when you're taking a film class and it's like, okay, this is important art now. And now now we now we're gonna watch a film. We're not gonna watch movies anymore. Now we're watching film. And it's just it's just kinda is it, boring. <clears throat> is it that is it the idea of that that you dislike, or is it that you literally think his movies are boring? I just from what I remember from it it just I, I don't feel oh. compelled to watch Hanzo here <laughs> right on time. Hello, Hanzo. What is <laughs> Why is your cat dead set on just interrupting the show? It literally is me sitting at a table or sitting at a desk. It's like why are you sitting at a desk and not on the couch where you usually are or you know, earlier we were in bed, and he likes to cuddle. You know, he's just he's just getting old, and he's confused. He doesn't know why I'm sitting here talking talking to a screen. Anywho, so it's, yeah, um, I don't, and it's also just something about movies from the '60s and '70s yeah. that. Why don't you like old movies, Sean? I. Is it just sixties, seventies, or is it also like thirties, forties? Like, see, the thing is, I like them, but I'm just not. And when I watch a good one, I enjoy it, but I just Mm. don't feel pulled to watch them. And I think it's a lot of time. It's the audio quality Mm. in the in the recordings. uh, I I I couldn't tell you if it's the the real gritty film grain, or is is it sort of how like how a... many of those movies that I've watched? I always picture whenever I say it's like sixties or seventies, my brain always basically sets what I think those movies in New York City, and yeah. so yeah. all all those movies from that whole time period in my mind have like a kind of gritty feel to mm. them even if they're not set in a city yeah it's like the color palette and yeah i wonder if there's it's just like also maybe do you feel like you're like disconnected from just being literally disconnected from the time and so it's like harder to relate relate to this is more just me uh, therapizing i guess <laughs> but then i'll watch period piece mm. movies like The Witch or First Cow or Ravenous and yeah. I don't feel disconnected. So oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It it's hard to explain, but yeah, this is this is gonna be a long one today. Yes, yes. Uh I'll just say a few things that I like about about it. Um I mean Mia Farrow's incredible um it's horrifying <laughs> and yeah that's that's pretty much why i like it it's real fucking who's, scary also i love the ending i do love the ending i love that it goes it goes fully there 
of like, you know, it being a, a, a Satan Satanist cult. Okay. Yeah. Well, right on. Should we should we start this thing? <laughs> you yes. Let's let's start it. Um, <laughs> I just I, I can I, feel I really, you're like I, I, oh I, god, I just wanna, I'm gonna have to get I just through this. Get it out of the way. <laughs> just like oh. so I, I feel like I'm rushing to start the movie because it's like <laughs> once it's done, I'll be able to feel relief and enjoy okay. our conversation and on ma- the other and side. And hey, maybe wait real quick. How many stars did you give this? Oh, that's a good question. Did I give it stars? Uh, no. I. It was before I was using Letterboxd. Oh, okay, I so. gave I gave it five stars, which I think it was. That's yeah. I think it was more of like it's 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 expected it to be a five star movie, but yeah, we'll see. I think for me, this is just based off my memory, like a one and a half. Ooh, ooh, boy. Okay, yeah. I'm so sorry Part I'm putting you through this two. shot. <laughs> well, that's, that's the nature of the show. Uh, all right. Shall we, shall we begin? I will see you on the flip side. See you on the other side, John. Fifteen seconds. You see the city line? Oh, guitar. And the William really Castle production. Awesome hot pink. Mia that hot pink um, font. I love Rosemary's that. Baby. Yes. Turns up. La, 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 Ruth Gordon! I forgot the soundtrack. Yeah, great. Great soundtrack, too. Um, Sean, I'm going to be checking in, in on you to make sure you're still there. I'm still here. <laughs> if you, you're you just going to have to respond to everything, or else I'm going to assume that you're, I'll, I'll <laughs> you've make, gone to check, I'll make quote a unquote, noise. check the wood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the wood's definitely wet. I'll make a noise every 90 seconds. Okay. Look at that apartment building. Would you live there? Yeah, but I wouldn't want to. Mm. Just because I wouldn't want to. Because you wouldn't want to. Well, because then I'd have to live in a city in New York City. Yeah. Oh, that's a hideous fountain. (laughs) It's pretty ridiculous looking. It's got lilies poking out of it. It almost looks like it should be Venus flytraps. Yeah. They're a weird couple. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they would be undressing each other more than... Yeah. Like, let's make love. Okay. Yeah. Commence the undressing. I wonder how many movies we've had boobs in. Or penises. Ooh, we've had one penis. We've had penis in 28 Days Later. And boobs in the brood. We see a little bit of boob here. Communion had uh, a butt probe. (laughs) Does that count? (laughs) 
Oh, there's boobs in training day. You know, this might be our the first sex scene. Have any of the movies ever had... I, I think all of our movies none of them have had sex scenes. Am I wrong? I don't... I guess there's not, like, a lot of, like, sex scenes in horror. Although, unless it's, like, slasher and there's, like, teenagers yeah. doing it. No? I don't think we've had any sex for ten movies. <laughs> We're gonna have to just start watching porn to even it out. I'm down. Might be a different show though. You know, you really should make it a little swing and world of Yamaha. Why don't you get on? Have a ride. Is her hair real? How does that even It's very high. How does that even exist? It looks like it's a a hair helmet. Yeah. It's making me think of Mars Attacks. Oh, yeah. When the Martians yeah. pretend to be a woman. <laughs> I'm not mad about the smell either. What would you do if you heard chanting coming from your neighbors? It's dark. Go on. Wooga chaka, wooga, wooga, wooga chaka, wooga, wooga. I can't touch this feeling deep inside me. Something, something. Ooh, yikes. That's the lady. It is. But. Oh, that's, that was like pretty gory. Get back. Forgot to like show it. What's her name? Look at this. Look at these Satan worshippers. <laughs> <laughs> they they look so cool. The I love their outfits. You have a young woman named Ter Donald Baumgart. He's gone blind. This he woke up yesterday. Yeah. yeah, terrified me. Oh, and I've still does. It's like a big fear. It's a hell of a way to get it. Just instantly going blind. Yeah. Listen, Such uh, like a I have to get out and walk around. Specific scary like thing to do to the guy. It's like we're gonna make him go blind. Ooh. And he's in on it and it's so scary and I hate the husband. Oh Hey, it's after nine. Oh my god. Do you see this? Five minutes. <laughs> John, do you see what's going on? Alan's at 10. Uh... Yes, now I do. <laughs> <laughs> what is, is going on, you guys? This both is... of them attacking your computer? <laughs> <sighs> your cats really run your house, don't they? Yes, 100%. I am <laughs> here to serve sleep? them, and sleep. only them. <laughs> uh, They've taken over my life! Mm. But I loved him because they're very cute and very nice, and I loved him very much. And they're good boys. Thanks a million, Minnie. I don't know how to thank you, both of you. Can I have a little conversation Fine, with you guys? Baby, so, what's going on here? Why are y'all? Why are y'all in here? <laughs> what's happening? Please don't tell hmm? anyone else. Not right away. No, she's right. There's plenty of time. You got now, your treat. You got your breakfast. Baby. Here, here. here. You got your water. 
the year of Satan's baby. 66. Like, 666. <gasps> oh, man. Mia Farrow just chomping on raw liver. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hope she's not chomping on that comet. Hey, comet! <laughs> comet, Virginia. Comet. What the hell? Are Ajax, you the foaming cleanser. <laughs> Ajax, that's right. <laughs> Watch it right down the drain. I mean, our young mind. Well, it's crazy. People just like putting their cigarettes out on their floor. I want vitamins in pills like everyone else. I haven't drunk it for the last three days. Don't I've tell him. <laughs> oh, I know. Is that what those bitches were giving you in there? Is that their hint for today? They're my friends. Don't They're call a bunch them of not very bright bitches who ought to mind their own goddamn bitch. All they said was get a second opinion. Rosemary, you got. <gasps> the way he jerks his hand away because he oh. knows it's the. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so disturbing. That's a good spot. I mean, I feel that way about touching pregnant women's stomachs regardless. I've never felt a baby <laughs> kick because it creeps oh, really? me out. Yeah. It's very... It's, it's a weird feeling. It just... Oh. My friend felt, showed me... I lots of baby kicks from friends. Last week. <laughs> last week I was hanging with my friend and she showed me a video from when she was pregnant. And it looked like something out of an alien movie where <laughs> could you her see study, like, you could just see like this blob like moving and like pushing <laughs> out of her stomach. It was so crazy. Yeah. Creep me right out. Yeah, there's so much body horror with, with pregnancy. It's not my hospital suitcase. Honey. Uh, you got three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, careful. What are you talking about, guys? Eyes are normal. What have you done? Ooh, they hang a cross upside down over the babies. They're so bad. He came up from hell and begat a son of mortal woman. It's so scary, Sean. And his name is Adrian. He shall it's overthrow like, the mighty and lay waste their temples. He shall redeem the despised oh, and reap vengeance in the name of the burned and the tortured. Hail Adrian! Hail Satan! Hail Satan! He chose you out of all the world, out of all the women, the whole world. He chose you. He arranged things because he wanted you to be the mother of his only living son. His power is stronger than stronger. Yeah, his might shall last longer than longer. Yes, Satan. No. It can't be. No. Look at his hands. His feet. Oh, God. God is dead! Satan lives! The year is one! The year is one! God is dead! The year is one! Why don't you help us out, Rosemary? 
Be a real mother to Adrian. You don't have to join if you don't want to. Just be a mother to your baby. Minnie and Laura Louise are too old. It's not right. Did her husband go in hiding? Yeah, well, he like went behind a door and like hid. Hail Satan! Oh yeah. Yeah. So much in return, <laughs> oh, guy, let me introduce you to Agiron Stavropoulos. How proud you must be. Is this the mother? Why in the name? Oh. Here, drink this. You'll feel a little better. What's in it? Nothing's in it. Just plain ordinary Lipton's tea. You drink it. John, you did it. You did it, John. You made it. <laughs> Yay! Ooh, all right, let's take a break. That's me too. Let's take a long break. Okay. I'll see you in a, see you soon. And we're back. <laughs> That was harrowing, Sean. Absolutely I harrowing. I <laughs> feel more like it was heroin because I feel lethargic and strung out after watching. That. <laughs> <laughs> Ayo. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, but what? What? Yeah. What do you think? Well, uh, I realized that I didn't even attempt to take notes. Um. I think I just sort of was fully. I mean, it you sucks. sucks pretty you in. mesmerized. But by absolutely the whole mesmerized. Affair. Yes, yes. Very, very focused. And it was, yeah. Oh, it was, it's a rough one. It is absolutely terrifying. Uh, I hadn't seen it since I had seen Hereditary, and it is kind of wild how closely Hereditary resembles Rosemary's Baby. Um, like almost like you know, it's like a better version of Hereditary. <laughs> but, and I and I really love Hereditary. Uh, there's lots of that movie. Like really, really disturbed me. But um, yeah, 1977. Let's see when did it come out. Uh, I haven't watched Hereditary so in a few years. Similarities, since it, basically, since it first came out. 
1968. I love Hereditary. I, I need to rewatch that one. Yeah, same. But yeah, it's it's still very fresh in my mind. It was quite the experience seeing that in theater. But I think I've seen Midsommar yeah. three or four times in oh, wow. Hereditary. Only I don't I don't remember if I watched it at home. I saw it in the theater, and I don't remember if I've watched it since then. Mm. I've never seen but, Midsommar. I'm I'm a little. I'm a, kind of a baby about it. I, I, like, I don't want to see it. I think it's going to be too scary. Because <laughs> it involves them being drugged, like uh, hallucinogens, and it just it just seems like not a fun time. But It's pretty awesome. It's a pretty fun time. Okay. Oh, well, okay. Like, more fun than Hereditary, because Hereditary was exhausting. <laughs> it's... I mean, there's some fucked up stuff in it but i'd say overall it's not it's not well it's not still as pretty fucked up, like compared to hereditary because they both have a lot of they're both really kind of soaked in grief movies yeah yeah so maybe not fun but definitely worth watching yeah i shouldn't i should watch it i should just but um yeah this i it still, man, it holds up, and it will probably continue to hold up till the end of time. Um, things that, you know, uh, the just the details, the slowly unfolding of of, you know, realizing what's what's really happening. Um, her, you know, I loved the the decoding scene, the anagram scene where she gets out her Scrabble Scrabble pieces, um, the hidden passageway using. Using Scrabble tiles was a really fun visual yeah. aid for the audience to to see what she's doing there. Yeah. That was um, a good time. Um, yeah, Mia Farrow overall really carries this mm-hmm. entire thing, though. Totally. totally. Um, Cassavetes plays a really good asshole because you what really want to right? punch that guy in the face. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's something, I don't know if it... Like, if the roles were reversed, but, yeah, there's something about, like, your love. If John loved... Cassavetes was pregnant with the devil's baby? Yes, yes. Like, okay, pretend, pretend you okay. have, pretend that. <laughs> I'm, I'm picturing Junior, the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Right, right, but okay. But starring John Cassavetes, now picture... impregnated by Satan. Okay, now picture Mia Farrow as Danny DeVito. Wait, no, that's not going to work. <laughs> I will never picture Mia Farrow as Danny DeVito. And because, okay. I saw her boobs today. You did. You saw Mia Farrow's boobs. A lot. A lot, actually. (laughs) And you know, we didn't see. They're all over the place. We didn't see any penis. And that's a, I call, I call bullshit. Typical. 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 But the, I, tell me, tell me if this is like one of the most horrifying ideas to you. Your partner Basically taking away all of your agency, tricking you to become pregnant and giving birth to, or just, it doesn't even have to be a a demon baby. It could just be tricking you and raping you or having someone else rape you and getting you pregnant to have a baby. Like, I can't, cannot think of anything more horrifying than, I mean, I probably can, but it's horrifying. So, so, such a horrible idea. 
like, ugh, ugh, ugh. What it? What do you think about that? It's it, no. Does it, it upset it's, you? Yeah, that's it's disgusting, and how yeah. the husband kind of jokes and laughs about how when she was passed out that he didn't want to miss baby time Ugh. or something to that effect and makes right. a, a necrophile joke. Yeah. Uh, no, it, it's... The, I think when you pointed out that the only control she has, the only agency she has is cutting her hair. Mm-hmm. And that's like her one last expression and one last thing that she can do that's mm. in her control as everything else in her life slowly gets dismantled and taken away from her piece by piece until she's nothing but just like a a, a birthing animal, a yeah. birthing cow on a farm or something. Yeah. And I had... I don't remember i wish i could remember the source but i had either read that or heard the, heard from another uh movie podcast a sort of feminist uh reading of of the film and that being her like one and only you know uh bit of agency is you know going and getting a haircut <laughs> like and um yeah the, it's just so so effective like how like little how they say like how little control she has over over her life but it was also like so normal for women and still is for a lot of people um if you're in a you know in a kind of abusive relationship a gaslighting relationship it's like you know i still struggle with that uh trying to um you know have like setting boundaries and oh come on Artie, come um, and I have trouble setting boundaries with my cats. <laughs> I've watched your cats just run your entire <laughs> life today. Like just your cats are it's their apartment, you just live there. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're exactly. clearly in I their way. Them. I am yeah. here to feed them and to pet them. Um uh, so but- what did you think about do you ever cut your hair when you're like in a funk or things just are feeling bad? Or oh like yeah, you've just, you just been in a bad in yeah, a rut for a while. I mean, do you remember when I bleached my oh, hair? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. this was, it was like we were just coming out of the pandemic, and I was just like, hmm, I think I think I'm gonna. You know, I used to bleach my hair when I was in my twenties. Why don't I do that now in my forties? <laughs> that sounds like a great idea. And it's, I mean, it's. Like, coloring your hair is fine, whatever, but it definitely was, like, this, like, urge to, like, gain some sort of, like, I need a change, I need some sort of, like, control, and, and over, like, mostly, I'm gonna, hold on, mostly, um, if you can edit out all these parts of me attempting to get the cats out of the fucking room. It's great. (laughs) Um, She now has the squirt bottle in her hand. (laughs) Ready to just like, spray. This is d- I'm done. They have had snacks. They've had snacks and more snacks and cuddles. They- I was just cuddling with Artie during like half the movie. Like, please. All right. Um, you you have you've <laughs> never said no to those cats. And they just true. And this it's like of course they're like oh I'm gonna come bother you. We get snacks <laughs> when you when we bother you. Um and cuddles. Um. What was I saying? 
was last cutting your hair short, bleaching oh, your hair. Oh yeah, like I I remember also it was like around the time, and we're still doing this. Where Steve and I are like, we really like we want to move out. We want to find like a new apartment or like a house, and it was like. I also wasn't ready for the pandemic to be, you know, I mean, it's still not technically over, but I wasn't ready to like, for things to quote unquote, go back to normal because normal was like, is kind of fucked. <laughs> so yeah, I, I mean, this is all me therapizing and like sort of, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. but at the time I'm like, yeah, I just want to dye my hair, have a little change. And I, and, you know, and I look at back at pictures, um, where my when my hair was literally yellow, bright yellow, it's like yeah, I was really, it's really trying, I liked it. trying something. Well, thank you, thank you. It wasn't terrible, and it grew out pretty cool. I like the the ends, and it's and it is very much like a a like societal uh or or like it's sort of a trope of of you know oh I'm going through my midlife crisis whenever I do anything like different or fun which is like why does that have to be a midlife crisis why can't like wearing a jean jacket just be me wearing a jean jacket that i love like it's like no no like, i have to make a joke that it's my midlife crisis um so i don't look About too a jean silly jacket? yeah I, well, I have like this was i have like a, a studded a studded jean jacket um that i used to wear in my again in my 20s it, right and is it bedazzled it is bedazzled i didn't bedazzle it it came bedazzled i mean it's a really fucking cool jacket it's great and I it's, mean, and it's I, a personal. What is what is the quote from from uh, uh, Wild at Heart? He's like, this jacket is a personal. It's a an expression of my freedom and personal taste. Something, something. I don't remember the line. I'm sure someone out there will be like, it's this line, and it's such a good line. But it's his I've like never seen it. his snakeskin jacket. This is a snakeskin jacket. And for me, it's a symbol of my individuality and my belief in personal freedom. And uh, long story short, yes, I I definitely have cut my hair or changed my hair in some way in an, an attempt to, like, have some sort of control over my life. <laughs> what about you? Yeah. Any, any changes well, in, in beard, well, hair color? I, my last big one was deciding to go full statham or at least i i, I leave it them. short buzz but basically committing to do you completely shave like bald. a shave shave or just like a short buzz it's hard to tell no i use a it's a half a half guard on the razor oh yeah so not even not even a one um so it's really short but yeah with me so it's a beard right now i'm committing to growing a big bushy beard um as kind of a form of the beard control. looks great and thank you yeah i've been combing it and using I've always liked your look, Sean. and nice, thank you nice um but then yeah if if i just start to feel like i'm in a rut then one day i'll have a sometimes i'll go completely clean shaven face which i only mm -hmm. do like mm -hmm. once a year or so and that always feels like okay Big changes are happening. Time to yeah. Time to do something new. Do you ever do just mustache? Only go as a goatee. Only as a joke in the bathroom. Okay. Uh, Soul patch. 
I had a mustache. <laughs> I knew quarantine was affecting me strange when in May of 2020, I had a mustache. And I, I had that for about 48 hours. And <laughs> I found myself wanting to volunteer more and more to become a firefighter. And so I had to shave the mustache. <laughs> It's either the mustache whip or I was going to be a firefighter, yeah. <laughs> you must choose. <laughs> you chose wisely. <laughs> um, but, oh yeah, but back to what I was saying is like the control, it's like letting people, I, I have difficulty sort of letting people, not that people are doing it on purpose, but sort of letting people guide what I do. And, you know, it's all comes from growing, you know, growing up, uh, you know, little Virginia. Um, but, um, you know, I still struggle, struggle with that. Um, you know, I've had friends in the past that have been very, um, you know, or partners that have been like really controlling or, um, and it's just, so, so like it, it, Rosemary's baby definitely kind of you know it's very uh it hits it hits kind of close to home some of these themes of of uh you know being being controlled and not have or not having any control of your life and letting people control your life because there's a lot of it you know she's there's a bit of i mean at the beginning i guess she could have been more <laughs> you know uh uh fight fight a little more but i mean that's what is that um um when you're you know i, I don't want to call call her out for you know not not resisting more um you know that's uh victim victim blaming to to a certain degree um but i don't know it it hits close to home and and it's it's just very scary to me and it's right, what, what do you it. think what is what is your overall yeah i think that's after second after watching with new with this new lens so i mean i i think it's a good representation of that idea of being controlled and that idea of it happening would be scary, mm -hmm. but this movie's not scary. Hmm. I don't, mm. I find it's well shot and the, I didn't, I didn't really notice it feeling like old, yeah. old, old. So it didn't really have that going for it. Um, and the music was interesting. There was a couple of cool parts where it went really experimental, either with a screeching saxophone or I'm thinking of the scene where uh, she's try struggling to get the keys in the door and the music is just building to this crescendo as she's racing and they're running up the stairs to, to get her and she has to get the keys in and unlock the door before they can get her. <clears throat> uh, so that stuff is cool. I just, I'm, Satan stuff will never. You're not really know. scared of it, right? Like, 
possession the devil movies. and yeah. possession and Satan. No, not really. Um, the for some reason I had a way different memory of what the demon looked like, and it wasn't uh. nearly as uh, corny. I thought there was a face shot. Yeah, you kind of only see its uh, eyes. Its eyes. Yeah, I th- I I remembered there being like a full face shot and it was like a painted face. I I now I need uh, to figure out like what I was thinking mask. of. Kind of, yeah. So it was cool seeing the the arms, the scaly arms and Yeah, and, I mean they definitely uh, the look dream- like gloves, and, but <laughs> and the way the dream sequences were filmed were cool whether it was how she kind of teleports around and her bed mm-hmm. is now on a boat and or when she walks into that room she walks past what we learn later is the painting of a church burning but oh, she yeah. walks past in dreamland she walks past like the actual burning of the church inside that house there there's some really cool dream stuff like that yeah and it's very it's pretty accurate how how it visually describes dream like that dreamlike quality i had forgotten about all the the dream sequences i'd only remembered the rape sequence um dream but yeah that's really really cool what do you think about how it the movie starts to show like her pregnancy manifesting itself by her Eating first, she eats a steak, and we see her sear it for five seconds on each side. Yeah, and then by by the end of the movie, she's just scarfing down raw liver. Mm-hmm. And and just how pale and bruised and ghostly she looks. Completely, she looks like a piece of chalk. Forgot. Yeah, <laughs> you look like a piece of chalk, dear. <laughs> completely, completely forgotten about that. It's very unsettling looking, and you can see her ribs when she's leaning over at one point uh, during the the party. Um, yeah, through her back. Yeah. Yeah. And she's just uh, getting like wasted away by Satan, baby. So I think uh, Cassavetes is really good in this, and. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some fun things to catch on a rewatch. One, which you pointed out, was uh, she asked him to feel the baby kick, mm-hmm. and he looks terrified. Jerks his hand to, away. to touch him to feel yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, because he Such knows it's moment. not his baby. Not only is it not his baby, it is the devil's baby. <laughs> yeah. Such a great, great little moment that you know, in first watch, you're like, what, like. Why is he being so weird? And um, then, or, you know, and then that it's such an absurd part of the movie, but it, it makes sense in the context of like a gaslighting relationship. But when, when they're arguing about her going to see Dr. Hall, shout out Charles Grodin, woo-hoo. Midnight Run fame. I can't believe he's that old. I just I know, I know. Um I always thought of him as an eighties actor, not a Yeah, same here. But when when uh Cassavetti says you you can't you can't it's not fair to Dr. Sapperstein and she's like, Not <laughs> what about not fair to me? Yeah. And, and, <laughs> Excuse and me, sir. All it's all of this 
because he's an egomaniac actor mm. who just couldn't deal with being. And he was already successful. That's the other bitch of it, too. It's not yeah. like he was a failing actor. He was already. It's like they're already doing fine. Pretty successful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's definitely the monster of, of the movie more than the Satanist. Tru- truly the the real monster. Ugh. Um, there was something also I wanted to ask you about. Oh, yeah, the when when they are sort of explaining everything at the end, I I had a memory of it ending on her just screaming, What have you done to its eyes? and then it ends. And I'd kind of forgotten about sort of continue you know continues the story a little bit and then she ends up possibly taking care of satan baby um i see what you mean by like being kind of cheesy the very end like or they just just, really describe everything well and the, the actor who gives that little monologue at the end and is yelling um it's no, it is year one. And the, it's yeah. it's this really. It feels like uh, a stage performer. Mm-hmm. He, he has a very old timey English theatrical, like really big. It it just it just feels kind yeah. of silly. Um, but what do you think about her choice at the end and? I suppose the message being that a mother's bond is Ugh. stronger than <laughs> I don't know than than anything really. Yeah, is what this yeah. seems to present. I don't know. Yeah, I'm wondering like what exactly. I wonder what happens in the book, and I also wonder what exactly it is trying to say, or if she's just as completely given up and is like, well. I mean, she because she, she did want a child so badly, and um, what would you like? But Rosemary yeah, it does. To it do? does seem to be more like she just is. She is like, um, you know, her motherly instinct is taking over. <laughs> um, what would I like her to do? Um, just like get out of there, or maybe I guess she would have to like kill Satan, baby, right? Because he's bringing about the the end of the world. It would have been cool if she buried the knife in Cassavetti's neck and then walked over and started rocking the cradle. Like, okay, I'll I'll be a mom to this guy, but first. First, I gotta kill this dude. First, yeah. (laughs) Or, and then just, and then start stabbing the baby and just go on a rampage. What's the the baby's name? Adrian? No. Adrian? Adrian? (laughs) <laughs> I already forgot. <laughs> Aiden, Adrian. Um, I think I think Adrian? it was Adrian. I don't know. Um. Oh, I, I like the at that time Cassavetti says, um, that real piece of shit line. Oh, they told me you wouldn't be hurt, and and mm-hmm. you really haven't been. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. I know you've just gone through, you know. Mm what would be considered like psychological torture these past nine or ten months but but they never like punched you or anything yeah yeah just completely disregarding like her (laughs) feelings 
like or anyone like just like zero empathy capability of any kind of empathy it's it's so scary i like when rosemary is in the phone booth and she's waiting to get a call back from her doctor so she's pretending to be on the phone and she's just Mm -hmm. doing terrible improv where she's like oh yeah oh really (laughs) he didn't say that did he say that he said that (laughs) 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 no um I'm other looking things. At our, oh, our we haven't mentioned la 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 la. la. Yeah, I haven't I haven't cool heard a good la 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 cool. soundtrack in a while. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the font. Oh, I got to give a give a shout yeah, out to font. that hot pink cursive font at the beginning. Um Have you seen So Thief? good. No, I need to I'm put that on my oh, list right now. Big big Fancy pink letters like that always kind of remind me of Michael Mann. Oh, okay, yes, yeah. Oh, it is on my watch list. Hmm. <laughs> Oopsie. Yeah. Um, let's let's do some yeah, questions. Yeah. Let's let's see. Um, Korean your... version. <laughs> there you go first. You go first. Oh, I definitely Korean version of this movie is better. For sure. Yeah. I agree. I would I would love to see it. I think they would avoid the cheesiness of the cult. Hmm. Oh, would the would this movie be better if the cult from Doctor Sleep were their no. neighbors? No. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the <laughs> You mean uh, the band that sings Send Me On My Way? Yeah, Rusted Root. <laughs> Rusted Root. If Rusted Root were their neighbors, <laughs> uh, it would just uh, be a different different movie altogether. Uh, I kind of like, I do, I, I will say I do like the old creepy people. Um, I think they're, if they were younger, I don't know. I like, I like the fact that they're all, they're all fucking old. <laughs> yeah. It and you know they've just like been in it for so long and who again would you very ca- very hereditary. Who would you cast uh, as Rosemary, if not Mia Farrow? Oh, nobody. I refuse nobody. to think of anybody else. <laughs> She's just so good. Casting substitutions. Uh, so who? What about I you? Was thinking- you have something in mind? I was thinking Sigourney Weaver, but I think Sigourney might just have too much strength that it's like she can't, she wouldn't quite be able to portray herself as that frail. You know, we were talking about how mm-hmm. how soft spoken Mia is, and everything is like this and, her and this level, are, and are very sort yeah. of flighty and. And it's and not she's until treated the like a very child. end when she has the knife and is screaming at them that we finally yeah. see her really open up. Yeah. Um I mean it it is kind of like, yeah, it's like the date the dangers of letting other people control control your life. <laughs> I don't know. It yeah, it's it's a tough role to cast. I, yeah. Would you would you date anyone from this movie? Uh, yeah, there was one 
I think it was one of her friends at the party when they lock her husband out <laughs> of the kitchen. Mm-hmm. There's w- one that did not have a gigantic head <laughs> of 60s hair that was made of <laughs> hairspray and mm. steel wool. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> some, steel some wool. Of the, <laughs> That's what they used some, to use to build up hair back then. I don't Just know, I don't know how they wool. got the volume that they had in this movie. Some of these women... Are walking around with gigantic heads and it's hives. Ow! <laughs> so it's very uh, in, very in. That's doesn't that make her her haircut so refreshing? Yeah, but you know? would, how about this? Would you date Rosemary? I would date Rosemary most definitely. I Except we like... wouldn't be able to have ki- kids because I don't want kids, so we'd have to I feel compromise like... that. I so I could only date her. Whoever, I could marry her. Whoever I date, I I feel like I they usually need to be a little bit more not brash, but just not so soft spoken. Yeah, I, I need I need my partner to be able to jump in with a quick joke or be loud once in a while or you know, yeah. people who were just quiet all the time. It, it, I don't think they would get along with me very well because sometimes i'm a pain in the ass and bouncing off the walls <laughs> maybe you would uh, um in that case you might suit each other well do the you know opposite subtract. she like calm she would calm you and you would give her more energy i don't know <laughs> yeah maybe sometimes that works with people i would also i would also um date hutch Oh yeah, Hutch. I f- I forgot Hutch was even in the movie. Poor, her last, her Hutch. last, her last ally. Yeah. Um, well, would you trust anybody on the edge of a cliff? Say maybe Hutch on the edge of a cliff. Yeah, definitely. And Rosemary, I think. I don't think God. she would like try to fuck with you or anything. You know, I trust Doctor Hill on the edge of a cliff, but that's only because I'm a man. And I was gonna so say. he would believe he would believe <laughs> he would what believe I had you? to say, and he wouldn't, wouldn't wouldn't mess with me. Uh, you, I wouldn't trust Doctor Hill. He would immediately. Yeah, he would um, call my dad and be like, "What do you think I should do with her?" And then push me off the cliff. <laughs> like, please don't push me off the cliff. Uh, let me call your father and see and see what his opinion is. <clears throat> yeah. Is this movie better in the Miyazaki universe? <laughs> oh my god this is a good one um i'm trying to imagine it i'm just like imagining sort of like in totoro style where rosemary's like flying around the city of new york uh holding on to like like as as kiki kind of as no i'm thinking of her holding on to a giant I'm just trying to think what the giant thing would be like. Um, holding on to, you know how they fly on Totoro's back. Um, oh, but what would it be? I know there's something that would like be the equivalent would represent. Uh, I, uh, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe it just just her flying around. Yeah, her flying around in those like. 
baby doll dresses pregnant with like her little tiny shoes on and just, you know, the, the wind flapping in her dress and her little haircut and she's flying around New York City and there's like swelling, uh, you know, Miyazaki music. Uh, Joe, his, her, Joe, what, what's the, the guy? His, uh, um, he usually does the soundtracks. Uh, Composer? Joe, his, 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 Hirashi? No, let me see. Hysterectomy? Um, <laughs> Joe Hysterectomy. His name is... Soundtracks. I could see to, her flying around about? in... A New York City winter in a Miyazaki world. Joe his wearing... Hisaishi. Joe Hisaishi. Hisaishi? Joe Hisaishi. Or Hisaishi. Let us know in the comments. <laughs> How do you pronounce his name? Um, yeah. Wearing that hat? Yes. The hat with the short hair, with the hat, with the scarf, yes. mm-hmm. with the big mm-hmm. blue jacket flying mm-hmm. around. I could see it. Swell- swelling music. I could see um, it. And then, like, the devil, you would see the devil baby, and it would actually be really cute and furry. With little little red eyes. It would be like a little little Totoro. Oh, yeah, this one, I don't know, Sean. This one was a, a kind of a rough one. Uh, what? Of all the, mo- the, mo- the movie. This, oh. This, the, and I feel like I'm off my game. Well, geez, I'm sorry. I mean, you... I picked you, you it. Really, you really <laughs> fucked yourself up with your own movie, huh? That's fun. That's fun. <laughs> That's fun. That's great. Uh, Good job. What director would you like to see do this instead of Brian Lansky? De Palma? Always Brian De Palma. Oh, could yeah. I worry about how exploitative De Palma's Rosemary's Baby would be. Be very curious. What about you? Uh, I will say, how about Na Hong Jin? He's the guy that directed. I've seen The Chaser. That was the first one by him I saw. That movie rocks. Oh. But then he directed The Wailing. Oh yeah. And I need to Whoa. rewatch. I need to rewatch The Wailing. But I feel like The Wailing and Rosemary's Baby. Would probably be a yeah. very long but solid double feature. It would be good those, answer. It'd be like four and a half hours. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. My answer is always Brian De Palma, and then you come up with like a really good director, <laughs> a really good answer that would fit very well. <laughs> Thank you. Um, um, would you want to see this as a theatrical experience, a stage yes. play? Yes, that would be cool. I mean, there's lots of sort of stage or set, you know, uh, scenes, especially the end where she, you know, is going into the hidden apartment in the back. Oh, that! what if uh, with the closet reveal? Yeah. When she finally goes through that wall, then the whole stage rotates. And so now, <gasps> yeah, that new set with the baby bassinet. Oh, and that'd she, be so cool! She comes out of the back of that stage. Hmm. Hmm. And it's first everyone all all of the 
Satan worshippers are looking at the audience, and then they like as the stage is turning, they slowly turn to Rosemary. Dun, I dig dun, it. Dun. This get this, movie get this underway here is definitely better with Muppets. Yes, and definitely. I want to see I want to see that Devil Baby Muppet too. Because I'm picturing Muppets at the end. Shouting Hail <laughs> Satan, and I'm really <laughs> enjoying that. <laughs> and I like little, little I'm flappy I'm arms in the air. Okay. Remember, I was worried that I would never say yes to that question. I'm glad. I feel. I feel. Is this your first time now. saying yes to that? <laughs> to I that think question. so. <laughs> Just took Rosemary's so. baby. I think so. <laughs> Oh, any other fun questions? Thoughts? I don't know. I I've been I was I've been like I feel like my ass has been kicked. It's weird. I feel like this is the first movie that I don't know. Let me let me let me look at our list again. It's like there's something about this one. I mean, I mean, it's just like really heavy themes, right? Um, and of all the movies we've done, I wouldn't say it's fun. It is, but it is really beautiful and really horrifying and is timeless. It's yeah. I love it. It was, it was not timeless. It was two hours and 16 minutes (laughs) and I felt every one of them. You didn't. I got. I got pretty sucked in. It went. It went by. It went by for me, except for the cats. The cats really. Maybe that's why I'm fucking exhausted. Is dealing with trying to keep the cats from making too much noise on the podcast and to get keep them from being up on top of my desk. And I was definitely worried that uh, not Hanzo, Artie. Artie was going to somehow step on your keyboard and yeah he he does break break things somehow just delete everything we've recorded yeah somehow (laughs) yeah he would he would do that he would do that um was this he'd be really cute doing it was this our 10th movie or is this 11th this is number let's see let's see one two three four five six seven eight is this wait no? Is this our ninth? Okay, we did twenty eight days later. One coherence. Two. Now it's three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yes, it's our ten, tenth movie. Woo! We made it to ten episodes. We, all right, hell yeah, we did it. <laughs> and we we're just. Uh, I'm going. Sean doesn't usually apologize or refuses to apologize, but I I will apologize <laughs> for being late. This time around, it was on me. Wait a minute. We also didn't talk about, like, how our weeks and days have been. Um, no. I wasn't on the edge. I wasn't on the edge of a cliff, but I was hiking, and there was a very steep hill below me. Were you by yourself? No, I was with my buddy. Okay, good. But, uh, other than that, I've been... Pretty good. Pretty I'd... good. Ups and downs. Yeah. Mostly ups. Got some good new habits going and trying to 
get some new, just some new positive energy going in life. And uh, every once in a while, grief will throw a random curveball. So mm. today you getting your cat snacks reminded me that mm. one of the last things Ripley had was actually a cat treat. Oh. As the vet was giving her shots and cat treats. She she liked those a lot. And so Did that, she prefer... that made me really sad to yeah. jump back. So it's little things like that, like, like out of nowhere. I'll I'll get throw back into grief for a few minutes. But it's Did just, it's prefer... just the process. Yeah. Did she prefer cat treats to to dog treats? She seemed to. Were they tasty? That was that was the only time she ever had them, and she seemed to really like them. I've always wondered if if yeah, if cats and dogs prefer each other's treats. <laughs> it's like they're better. The cat treats are better. So how have you been? Um, uh, been okay. Last week was kind of a whirlwind. Um. Our landlord bug bombed the apartment, and I spent five hours in the car with the cat. So that was a whole thing. That um, might maybe, be maybe contributing we'll... <laughs> a little to why the cats are driving you crazy. Possibly. Um, that's a story for a whole other episode. Um, but and then Sunday, I we were gonna we were gonna, we're gonna record, and then I got I started this project of installing shades uh, curtains on my windows and uh did a bad job <laughs> but but they're oh, done no. <laughs> and used you know all the wrong equipment and i don't have a ladder so just use a chair and steven's been working working every night this week but I'm feeling feeling bad for for him and we got our flu and covid shot and that wiped us out it was just it was a long week it was a long week but well, things I'm, it's I'm over. Glad, Wait, it's Tuesday. Yes. I'm glad things are looking up now that we've recorded our podcast. Yes. Yes. We uh, did it. So I'm looking at movies for next time. Mm. Remind me why you didn't see <laughs> her. Ugh. Um because it looks it looks stupid. <laughs> And I don't like the idea. I think it's a dumb idea. Of like, he falls in love with AI. Oh, very interesting. Hmm. Let's explore that. It's like, what's there to explore? I don't know. <laughs> but we should do a movie you have you have seen. Are we ready have, to move on? I have. Seen I mean, it. I mean, a movie that I've seen <laughs> that I don't like. Because I don't even know. Because what if I actually like it? You know. Well, we should, but we're not there yet. I feel like. What about? We're not quite there where it's like a movie. I feel like we have more movies to go before we get to movies where one of us hasn't seen a movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or do you just really want to well, do Well, no, I'm, I'm also looking at my list and... God, like, just sports? John Malkovich? These are very broad <laughs> categories. Well, we have, um, um... We could do... We have both Amelie. Blade Runners. I don't want to watch Amelie. Not right now. Okay, okay. Um, the Mist? Uh, I don't want to watch The Mist. <laughs> maybe, I maybe I don't like The Mist. No, I do. It's just, yeah. I don't want to watch... It's like, I think it's a reaction Ooh, to today. God, I don't want to watch... for a dream. Ooh. 
<laughs> I know. And that one would be rough. Well, too. with the night house and now this, we've just watched yeah, two really should... serious movies. I'm trying to watch yeah. something lighter or in hers, not really lighter, but at least it's not. I don't know. Uh, it sounds like it, I don't know. It seems like it would also be really sad <laughs> and intense. Uh, it is kind of. Should should we think about it? And I'll just throw a little addendum on the end of this episode about what movie we're gonna talk about. Yeah. Because I don't. I think we should maybe add some more movies or figure yeah. this out. So. Yeah. Well, All right. Let's let's do that. Yeah. Okay. Well, but but how are we going to end this episode without having a movie? Oh, oh, I know what we can do. We can say I'll say like you say the movie and then insert and say insert movie here and then I'll say, you know, we'll do the thing that way. If you don't Okay. Know. Here we okay. go. Okay. Armageddon. Well, is a wonderful You're just movie. ridiculous because I Oh my think- gosh. That's ridiculous, Sean. Because Armageddon is definitely not a good movie, and well, I think you're wrong. Wait, no, you you say well, I think you're wrong, right? <laughs> this time, wait, no, shit. <laughs> I was also hoping you were gonna say insert movie here. <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> I apologize to you. I apologize to the audience. I'm really sorry. Mm-hmm. Terribly, terribly <laughs> sorry. <sighs> well, till next time. Thank you, Sean, for for indulging me with Rosemary's Baby. I'm I'm glad we're all feeling a little better. Thank you, Virginia. I, I, I do feel a little bit better about myself. Oh, ratings. Gee whiz, oh, ratings. Yeah. Rosemary's Baby. Um. Three out of five. It's good. Wow. Mostly, but it's too long and slow, but still well made and has interesting points outside of the main one, which annoys me of the Satan stuff. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. how about you? It seems like it's still a five for you. It's still a five. Yeah. Yeah. It's still five. I have not seen you affected by a movie this strongly before. You know, yeah, now I'm just thinking, should it be four and a half? Only because the, the very, the end where they really explain everything is a little like, ugh, like, it doesn't end as perfectly as I had remembered. I'll think about it. It's, a, okay. it's it'll be a five for now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. And on that bombshell, mm. Virginia, thank you for showing me a classic movie. That I can now walk around with my head held high that I mm-hmm. watched film. I watched a piece yeah. of cinema history. You are now that, f- officially that makes a cinephile. Me a better person. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Just make sure you let everybody know when, <laughs> no matter oh, what, will. wherever you are. I will. Yes. They'll have to see it when they look at my tattoo and on my forehead it says, <laughs> I just watched Rosemary's Baby. <laughs> This is the face of what a, a feminist. <laughs> oh, good callback. <laughs> good show. Yay. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs>
Tried to change my mind